This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Chris here. Just want to let you know what you're about to hear is a audio replay of the live stream we did the other night, uh, remembering Eddie Van Halen. Obviously, we probably had some we had something else going for the show this week, but uh, with this huge sad news, felt the need to uh, basically go online and uh, talk to people and talk talk to each other about our memories of Eddie. So uh, what you're going to hear is the replay. You can also watch this. You can watch this on uh, the Decibel Geek TV YouTube page. And it's also on the fan page on Facebook. So uh, this is just kind of an emergency thing. So you, there might be a little bit of gaps and stuff, but uh, I hope you'll enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend up there, Chris Sinzak. And over here, we got Rockin' Ron Runyon with us. It's a special occasion tonight because we got some really bad news today, and it wouldn't be right for us not to celebrate the life of the man we lost today, talking about the one and only Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, what a bummer of a day. And, and you know, we've been planning on getting our live stream up and running over the next, you know, week or so. And But it was just, after this happened, I was like, we just needed to go ahead and launch it because I want to talk to you guys. I want to talk to you guys that are watching and listening and just – uh kind of reminisce on him you know we're not gonna try to get too downtrodden about this i mean it's it's sad enough as it is but we kind of want to celebrate you know eddie's life and his music and you know because it's one of those things where, like the person may die but the the music lives on and uh, i was blasting van halen all day long after i heard the news and uh, and that definitely picked me up you know it just listening to how masterful he is you know it just uh it, it's a bummer of a day but you know, let's try to uh, celebrate, you know. For sure. And there's so much there to celebrate over the years. Eddie Van Halen has given us so much. And, you know, let me just start off with a funny little story, just an everyday kind of thing. If you listen to the Decibel Geek podcast, which I hope you do, it's a weekly episodic podcast that comes out every single week, all about hard rock, classic metal, all the good stuff. We love it all. And Eddie Van Halen, man, he was our guy, man. We loved Eddie Van Halen. We love Van Halen. We love the music. We love it all. So if you know the show, then you know me. I've got an iPod, and I'm obsessed with it. It's got massive memory, and I'm putting songs on it little by little. And so I'm at work the other day, 
I guess this was about a week ago, and I got the earbuds in, and I got the iPod jamming, and I'm working, and I'm bored. You know, it's just been a long day, and I'm bored. You know, it's like, man, I need something to pick me up. Mm-hmm. And I go to the iPod, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't have any Van Halen on here yet. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was going for, for that little boost to make you feel good, to give you the, the pep you need for the rest of the day. And yeah. so I got home that night. And I did a deep dive on Van Halen, and I put it all on the iPod. So that'll never happen to me again. Yeah, yeah. I uh, they are they're always kind of one of those bands that that you know if you're in a bad mood, they can tend to make you feel better, yeah, especially the early stuff. You know, it's uh, it's something like it'll just put you in a different frame of mind. You know, um, songs for every occasion. And well, today the one that came to me first was just "Little Dreamer" from the first record. You know, I uh, I I just started playing that, and uh, I teared up quite a bit. I mean, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie, I I cried a bit today because it was just so hard to, to, just to, you know, it's one of those things. Like, and and this is one of those things where I take no joy in being correct, you know. um, But like, I think around a year ago, we were talking about you know his health, and and I was stating that just with the way people had talked in interviews, especially with David Lee Roth over the last few months, you know, saying, you know, I don't see you're going to, I don't think you're going to see another Van Halen again. And Eddie's had some problems. And for the, for Roth to even say that much told me that there was more going on than what we were being told. And then there was a lot of, the rumor mill got chunked up a lot last year with him going, you know, for cancer treatments and stuff. So, uh, but I take no joy in in being right about this. It's one of those, and you know, I, we're, we're going to have Todd Zilla on here in a little while and, um, he, uh, you know, I messaged him and just, uh, just can't believe it. And he's like, he, yeah, but he was sick for a long time. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just the finality of it all. It's just so hard. Yeah. You know, no, it's that it's over, you know? And one thing, because I, like I said, I went through all them CDs and put it all on the iPod. And one thing that struck me today as I was listening to it was how good the last album with Roth was, you know, and oh, if every band could go out on such a high note, you know, as far as their discography goes. A lot of bands peter out and go away. But, man, Van Halen back in 2016, I think it was when that came out. Uh, Way earlier than that, 2011, uh, maybe. 2011, because it was right around the same time we started the Decibel Geek podcast. Mm -hmm. That was the first big news story, I think, that we ever really were truly excited about together as friends, Mm -hmm. which was cool, because before Decibel Geek, I didn't really have any friends that I could talk to and be like, dude, the new Van Halen album is killer and have yeah. a friend, you know, to go, man, it really is, man. So, I mean, Van Halen has brought people together. It's helped people through situations. The music is just, man. And it's like you said, you know, we were planning on doing the live stream thing for a while now. You know, we've been behind the scenes working with Rock and Ron trying to make this happen and we were actually going to put this off for a couple of weeks before we let fly and went live you know with yeah. Decibel Geek. but with the occasion today and like you said it's it's a sad sad day in rock and roll but today we're here to celebrate the memory of Eddie Van Halen yeah it um yes you mentioned a different kind of truth like what what a uh, what a swan song to go out on you know yeah. uh, and I remember people giving them crap for uh you know, diving into the vault and taking songs that were unfinished demos and doing it. But I, I love the fact that they did that. Great idea. I wish you know, more of the old school bands would do it. Yeah, because it's like they took they took some material from the magical time and, and finished it and, and 
proof's in the pudding. I don't know how anybody could really dog that record because I think it's just amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So let's look. We should look through some of these comments. Wow, we've got like 80 people already watching this. This is uh, pretty cool. I didn't. I, I was hoping to get like five or six people. This is better. Who's than moderating this? <laughs> Rock and Ron is. We got a lot of comments here. He's gone. GPH, man, I feel bad for bad poor Wolfie. Him and his dad yeah, were so yeah. Our condolences from here at the Decibel Geek Podcast and all our listeners and friends all over the world that love hard rock music. Our condolences to Wolfie and to Alex and to Valerie and the family, the friends, the fans everywhere. You know, it's it's terrible to lose such a legend, you know. Yeah. But just another reason to celebrate. Yeah, Wolfie uh, posted a really heartfelt statement today. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, I can't so, imagine. No, you know, I, I remember how hard losing my dad was and then to imagine – how hard it is for him right now, especially because I'm sure they grew closer through playing together and everything. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a sad day, but uh, I know a lot of you guys are talking about how sad you are and we're right there with you guys. I mean, it's, uh, it's hard to know what to say. Like, you know, I said, we, we planned this, what, three hours ago. So (laughs) earlier today, when we all woke up this morning, we weren't planning on going live tonight. No. And, uh, and I'm still hung over from watching the Chiefs game last night. So, uh, but yeah, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. And I was like, do I drink tonight? I'm like, no, then I drink two days in a row and then I'm going to, going to be in really rough shape. So I'm not doing that, but, uh, moderation. Yeah. I don't, and I don't like to drink when I'm sad. I only drink when I'm in a good mood. So, um, but man, yeah. Uh, Misty toss. So terribly sad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, got, uh, John Dalby from Sweden watching. That's awesome. Uh, Cobras and Fire. Found out today from Wolfie's tweet. It was fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And very, uh, very what sad. What was the first time you ever heard Van Halen? I was I'll thinking about this. I was thinking about this earlier today, and I'm trying to, it's hard for me to place. I'm, I'm wanting to say, I think, I remember when I was a little kid that the, the cover of Pretty Woman came on the radio, and I remember my parents were kind of horrified by it because they were, they love the uh, the Roy Orbison version, obviously, and they're like, "Oh, what's with all this noise and stuff?" But I <laughs> I remember it, t- you know, taking me aback. But I, first time I really remember getting a lot of exposure to them was the Jump video, you know, because I that's right when I started getting into rock and roll, and and I loved it then, and I wanted to get a keyboard after I saw that video, you know, because the key. I'm not the biggest fan of keyboards now, but back then it was like state of the art stuff. So I um I loved it, and uh, but yeah, and then. It was one of those things where really they were splitting up with Roth around the time I got into them. So it was a weird time to become a fan, you know, and uh, I know some of our friends are not big Sammy fans, but there's there's a good chunk of stuff from the Hagar era that I do like, you know. That was the other thing I was going to say tonight. You know, <laughs> I, I think you said maybe Ian might come on with us in a little while because he's a huge Van Halen fan. Yeah. But- you know, he came on and told us that story about how uh, he was getting second hands from Dave Fortman. So I mm-hmm. thought I'd come clean with something. That after talking to him and doing the deep dive on the Van Halen, well, getting this, the Van Halen onto the iPod, you know, mm-hmm. I only went up to 1984 and then right. I put different kind of truth on. But then, I mean, I've got the other CDs. So I say, all right, let me let me once and for all really decide. You know, because I really got tainted on them because my first exposure to Van Halen was the 1984 album. 
My aunt mm -hmm. Pam had it. My mom's sister. She was a teenager when I was like 12. So she was into all the cool stuff. She was the one that introduced me to Kiss. And so she had the album. I remember looking at it like little baby angel with cigarettes. This is crazy. <laughs> and putting it on and just being like, wow. You know, and I was just a little Kiss kid. That's all I knew. That's all I cared to know about. But Van Halen was one of them first bands outside of Kiss that really wowed me, you know, and thinking Ace Fraley, and I love Ace Fraley, even still to this day, that, you know, he was this amazing guitar player. Nobody could do what that guy does. And then hearing some Van Halen and going, oh, wait, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's some other stuff out here too worth checking out. And so, yeah, that album was definitely it for me. And, but, you know, over the years, I guess, other than, the, the best of that came out in the 90s that had the two new tracks with David Lee Roth on it. Yeah. And a different kind of truth are the only Van Halen albums I ever bought new. Oh, really? Like, technically, my first Van Halen album that was mine was David Lee Roth, Eat Em and Smile. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. to go back and discover all the old awesome Van Halen stuff. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember buying For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge on release day. I remember buying that. Because I loved the, you know, the Pound Cake single. I loved his playing on that, you know, with the the drill and everything. I and I, I love this that out. And it hasn't aged well, but uh, I remember buying that on release day. And I saw them. I think it was that tour. I saw them with Sammy. It was ninety two, ninety three, somewhere around there. They played Starwood here, and it was a great show. And then I saw them again with Gary Sharon in ninety eight, and. But I love that show a little bit better because they broke out a lot of Dave era stuff that Sammy wouldn't do. And but the whole but that was that show was like the spotlight was solely on Eddie for that show. Like people were like, ah, Gary Sharon, whatever. But Eddie and Eddie must have played a 20 minute long guitar solo. It was just incredible. But uh, but yeah, that was to say about after doing that, then taking the deep dive on those four Sammy Hagar albums. There's a couple of songs in there that are pretty good. I'm not a big Sammy Hagar fan, and but there's some stuff that Eddie Van Halen plays so good on, and it's kind of a trip because I haven't really ever listened to any of the backtracks on these albums. I only heard the songs that I heard on MTV that I didn't like. Right. I was like, Man, this ain't the cool Van Halen that, you know, when David Lee Roth was in the band. But there's some deeper cuts on those albums that are pretty dang good. And you... I don't know. Maybe this is kind of my observation of just going through those four CDs, just totally blind listening to it was there's songs on those albums where it almost sounds like, you know, they wrote the song to what would Dave do, <laughs> even though we've got Sammy in the band. You know what I mean? That's possible. Like there's some Sammy Hagar songs that I listen to and I hear and go, man, these were, these are pretty good songs, but Dave sang this one, you know, mm -hmm. or Dave wrote the lyrics and sang it. Take the music and give yeah. it to Dave what, what it could have been. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Eddie's playing. Even if you don't like don't like the Van Hagar era at all, yeah. the playing is still there. It's still sure. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. I think the, the I bought for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge on release day, but I think the first one I owned was, eight, it was 1984 was the first one I owned. Yeah. And then I went back and I got Van Halen 2. Van Halen 2 is to this day is my favorite record of theirs. That that's still my favorite. That's hard to pick, man. Yeah. I don't know if I could pick a favorite Van Halen album. It's hard. I mean, they're all a lot of them are great, but 
yeah but that one that one has such a kind of a dark edge to it that i I just love the the sound of it everything just sounds kind of dark on it and uh although uh you know fair warning is pretty amazing too with mean street opening it up and everything but uh that might be my favorite i think i just heard i just heard from todd zilla that he can't get the software to work so i guess he's not going to be able to join us we were really hoping to hear from Toddzilla tonight because if you guys are fans of the show and have been with us for a while, mm-hmm. we've got an awesome friend named Toddzilla that comes on the show from time to time. Yeah. And he told not just the best Van Halen story of all time ever told on our show, but maybe just the best story, period. <laughs> <laughs> and we would oh, love because yeah. we know how much Eddie Van Halen meant to that guy and how much he changed Toddzilla's life. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I texted with uh, Ryan Cook a little bit earlier today. You know, he's he's pretty devastated over it. And, you know, Phil Schall says I texted him. I haven't heard back, but I'm sure he got inundated with with messages today. But um, anybody, anybody and everybody that loves rock music is feeling it today. Yeah. You can't love rock without loving Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Scott Smith, to hell with the rules. If it sounds right, then it is. That's a quote from Eddie Van Halen. That's a good quote. I like that. That's our philosophy on the Decibel Geek podcast, also. <laughs> yeah, especially as we try out new software. Um, yeah, so far so good, huh? Yeah, our our buddy Al John he he posted a a video that he took of Eddie Van Halen talking, like doing a message for one of his friends. I guess one of his friends was wanting to give up playing guitar. And Al John goes, Eddie, can you record a message for him, letting him know what you think? And it's just Eddie looking at the camera going, hey, man, you can't quit playing. You got to keep playing. It's music. That's that's what it's all about. It was just such a heartfelt message. You know, I got yeah, I got a little so teary eyed cool. watching that. But uh, cool. oh, my brother chimed in. So glad I got to have the live experience of hearing Eddie play. I'm glad to see him with my brother. Yeah, he went with me to the Sharon show. Nice. And that was a last minute decision. Like, well, I, I, I didn't even, it was one of those back in the nineties when sometimes concerts would come through town and you didn't know somebody was coming. And his friend was a giant Eddie Van, giant Van Halen fan. And he was like, do we want to go see them with Sharon? And they're like, tickets are cheap. So it's like, why not? Let's just go. And I'm so glad I got to go to that. Cause it yeah, was a great show. That's awesome. Did you ever see him live? Probably went to that. Did you, did you get to see him live? Never. Really? Never. I tell you what, though, my father-in-law is probably one of the biggest Van Halen fans I know in my whole world, in my whole life. My wife's name is Jamie. She <laughs> was named after a Van Halen song. Oh, wow. That's cool. I didn't know that. But he told me a story that when he was younger, he went to see the David Lee Roth show on the Eat Him and Smile tour. And he swears that Eddie Van Halen was at that show checking it out. He had a little section all to himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I know it was him. I know it was. That must have been awkward. (laughs) Got to check it out, you know. Somebody asked earlier if uh, David Lee Roth had made a statement. I don't know. I haven't checked yet. I I have to imagine he probably, if he hasn't, he will soon. I'm sure he's going to say something. Um, And I haven't heard. Tell him to call in. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to have him. Uh, I haven't heard anything from Alex either, but I haven't had a chance to really. We we got caught up trying to work on the the nuts and bolts of getting this together. So and then just listening to music, but I felt kind of I felt kind of in a haze a lot of the day after hearing this man. I mean, I'm 
feeling better that we're talking and everything and got this feedback. But yeah, through the, it was very hard to focus on anything the rest of the afternoon after this. This yeah, cut. I agree, and I agree with Sam Samuel Wetz. I haven't the same thing. The last time I felt this bad about a rock star or somebody, you know, so important in the entertainment of my life, I guess, this has been since Lemmy, it's Lemmy, Lemmy and Dio, and now Eddie Van Halen. This one really hurts. Well, and it's like an earlier. It's like God that in the same year we lost Neil Peart and Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. All the good news is, is it's 2020 and it don't get no worse than losing Eddie Van Halen. So it's all downhill from here. Don't jinx it. (laughs) Oh, man. That's good. Good words, Andrew. King of the sixth string. Yeah. uh, Oh, man. Such a bummer. But, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh. Has anybody out there got any good Van Halen stories? Ever met Eddie Van Halen? Anything like that? You know somebody who has? Hurry up, get on the line with us. We want to hear some good Eddie Van Halen stories. You want me to? Do you want to to you, or if he influenced your playing or whatever? You know, we're trying this out live, but the cool thing is, is it's interactive, so we can all get yeah. in on this together. There's Eric Lusier. Eddie was one of the best. His influence over the years is unparalleled. Not many people have had such an impact. Oh, for sure. That's deeper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you feel bands, it. All the bands of the 80s that we love so much, the the Poisons, the Motley Crews, the, and on down the line, you know, without Van Halen, it's questionable if there even is a Sunset Strip scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, J- JTB brings up an interesting. Yeah, Mark Stone, the original Van Halen bassist, died like a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did see that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But, I didn't uh, even know they had a bass player before Mike Land. Yeah, I was kind yeah. of surprised to read that. That was the first I ever knew. Well, I think he was maybe he was with Van Halen. I thought he was probably the bassist for Ma- when they were calling themselves Mammoth. Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Hmm. But uh, but yeah, it was funny. Wolfie had to like straighten the guy out on Twitter about it because uh, somebody, there was somebody asked like, Oh, I wonder, I, I wonder if Eddie stayed in touch with him over the years. And then some joker comes in and goes, Nope, they didn't talk for decades. It's sad. And then Wolfie ch- chimes in and goes, um, I think I just said that I knew the guy. How would I know the guy if my dad hadn't stayed in touch with him over the years? So I'm like, mind your own business. If you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Richie said, not since Janie Lane has it. Has that a, was one of their top one too. Yeah, especially so young. It reminds me of the Eric Carr death. Um, yeah, it's yeah. you know when you think about it, sixty-five is great. You know, yeah, yeah I hope I can make it out. Sixty-five, not too bad. You know, beats the alternative, and the alternative is dying young. So, yeah. like you said, Eddie Van Halen, man, a legacy is left behind in the music that'll never be forgotten. So, I mean, man, he lived a full one. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. Sam Jalbert, Eddie coming out in a then-defunct Hartford Whalers jersey to both booze and cheers and introducing Wolfgang and also saying, this is my fucking son, Wolfie. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I see uh, Dr. Fuck's on. Uh, Mark was with Mammoth and Van Halen. Okay, cool. Thanks, Ralph. How are you holding up today? I know you're pretty upset. I'm sure. <clears throat> As we all are. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat Catalano got to shake his hand at Nam in 96. Seriously speechless. I don't think a sound came out of my mouth. That's <laughs> I couldn't imagine I, that I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to talk if I met him. That would be hard. Yeah, what do you say sometimes, you know? You're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Everybody says so. Oh, there's a cool one. I met Ed in London, Ontario, 2015. Ed and Janie. Oh, Janie was his widow, I guess now. Um, Heading to Starbucks, and I was fortunate to run into them. I had a camera and was so nervous, Janie had to ask me if I wanted her to take a photo. Awesome people. Nice. Awesome. I don't think I've ever heard a bad. I've never heard a bad story about anyone who's met him. I mean, like he seemed like he was always, always a good guy. Devastated, yeah. As we all Hang, are. Hang in there, Ralph. Thanks for coming on tonight. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, it's so sad. But let's uh, let me uh, see if we got some more. Ain't nobody got a camera phone in twenty twenty. Yeah, does anybody want to actually come on? Um, I can share the link with you, and you can come in if you want to come on camera. But you got to be willing to come on camera. That's the only thing. <laughs> the perks are you'll be on camera with the two of us, so by default, you're going to look great. I'll just put the link in the uh, comments here and see if that works. Let's see if anybody wants to. Uh... I just put it in there, so that check that out. Chris Fretwell says Chris Farley skit. <laughs> like if you met Adrian, I remember back when you were in Van Halen. That was yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Warren Baker says, no, thanks. I got a face made for radio boys. Uh, who do you think we are? Yeah, I can understand that. Baco says, I will, if you like, well, come on, Baco, click on that link. Yeah, I just posted. Baco. Oh, and JT, JT better not get on here and be like he. Well, he was no prince, right? JTB's ready to ready. He said so. I'm gonna. I'm sending him the link now. Getting JTB on will be easy. Getting him to get off will be the tough part. <laughs> <laughs> we can get more people. Cool. Or we can bring Rock and Ron on if he wants to eat a burrito on camera again. Oh no, here's all right. Baco's here. Look at this. Hey. There he is. Look at that. Coming to us from inside of a concert hall, it looks like. Can you hear hey. us? Hey. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey. hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Good concert? Ah, fucking. <laughs> oh, there's a lot oh, of delay going on. Oh, okay. A lot of delay. So. That could be a problem. Can you see this, Baco? Baco, we're going to count to five together. I'll do, uh, we'll alternate one. One. Okay. It's not that bad a lag. You can hear us no, okay, right? Good. That's a little better. Yeah. Each other okay. There's Baco. Hey Baco, you got the same shirt on as me. I'm getting, I'm getting some playback that, like it just started that that countdown, I, and I, I think Chris is frozen. So, hang on, is you that okay, better? Chris? Yeah. All right. Am I Keep still frozen, mind, people? This is an experiment. We decided yeah. to do this a couple of hours ago. 
as the the audience the audience drops significantly. Oh uh, boy! And am I do I, am I still frozen, Baco? No. Okay. Cool. All right, JTB's backstage. Let's bring him out. Let's let's just fill this whole room up. Really? Okay. Yep. There he is. Hey, Baco, how about them Packers? You. Let's just fill this whole room up. Really? Oh, there's a bad delay with him. I put this shirt on today. Where did Baco go? I said go Packers and he hung up. Oh, that's lame. I'm just kidding, Baco. Don't be, don't get. Hmm. What's going on, JTB? What's up? Is this better? Yeah. I got my. That's nice. Where'd you get that? A friend of mine gave it to me. Why am I hearing? I go turn my, I go, hold on, let me go turn my sound off. Yeah, turn the sound off. There's like a bad lag with that. All right. Call her. Turn off your radio. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's an old radio trick. Turn off. Maybe your that's radio. what it is. There we go. All right. <laughs> all right so uh how are you guys holding up with the news Baco? how are you doing shitty day man fuck this uh but yeah. uh this is, this is messed up <laughs> <laughs> what happened <laughs> every 10 seconds i hear the same thing whether it's you guys or me it's just like and there, and there i'm saying it's messed up yeah <laughs> Oh, I hope the YouTube feed isn't like this. I don't know if it is or not. I'm just. <laughs> I don't hear any extra noise. That's weird. JTB, are you hearing everything okay? Yeah. Hey, JTB. You when me? was the first time you ever heard Van Halen? Oh. Okay. Well, oh, then God. it's probably me. I'm just going to check out. God, God bless you guys. Fuck the Packers and uh, Coors Light. But hey, God God bless you guys. Good to see you, man. All right. So, JTB, what, what was, was the your... first time you ever heard Van Halen? Uh, all right. Uh, when I was a little kid, my aunt and uncle, Uh-oh. we stayed at my grandparents a lot. Can you see me? It's starting to freeze up. Uh, hear me? Can hear you. I want to you all froze. Hello. Can you hear us? Uh oh. Uh oh. I think he's having trouble now. (laughs) (laughs) What an experiment. Uh uh. You're you're all you're frozen. All right. Well, while we wait for that to get worked out. What are you doing? Ah, the CD collection. I got them all except for that elusive best of. I had that at one time, but somewhere along the line, I lost it. That's cool. I like them songs on that album. Them two, the two new Van Halen songs with David Lee Roth. Remember when that came out? Yeah. That was a big deal, man. Real big deal. Yeah, it was. I and I I like both of those songs, don't you? Yeah, me too. What was it? Me Wise <laughs> Magic and Can't Get This Stuff No More. 
can't get this stuff no more. That one especially. That one's got a good groove to it and an awesome solo. Yeah. I like you, that. Talk, you know how we could fill up a whole lot of time? Let's talk about every awesome Eddie Van Halen guitar solo. <laughs> oh, jeez. We'll be here a long time. Uh, yeah. By the time we get to the end, we'll have long beards. We've been on here a long time. Yeah, we'll look like Alan Tate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paul Korn, Me Wise Magic was a jam. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, I, well, that's, that's that really just to me because that was such a huge deal at that time because we've been stuck with the fan Hagar for so long. And then when they came back together, just for them two songs, and there wasn't much in that era that I was more excited about than hearing those two songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember being just super, super stoked about that. Did you see Wadzilla's comment? <laughs> this is like trying to listen to Van you know Halen 3. You know what? There's two really good songs on that album. No, it wasn't. Really Oh, it looks like uh, Toddzilla's trying to connect, but I don't, I don't see yeah. his video. Eddie passed, and also today Johnny Nash, I can see clearly now, also passed away. Damn. Wow. Let's see. Chris Fretwell, YouTube is blowing up with EVH, but oh, I can imagine everything's blowing up with posts about Eddie right now. Yeah, for sure. No, talking about the uh, Van Halen 3, I like the songs Fire in the Hole and Without You, I think are really good songs. Yeah. They sound like Extreme with Eddie Van Halen on lead guitar, but right. they're really good songs. Yeah. If you like uh, Extreme, they're badass. I tried to like that album for a long time, and uh, yeah, it just it didn't really grow on me like I hoped it would. It's just the two songs. That's That's it. That's sad. All right, I'm going to try JTB again here. There he is. All right. Can you hear us? All right, I'm going to try JTB again here. Turn your volume down again. Me? Yes. Hold on. One sec. I can hear him. All right, I'm going to take him out for a minute. There he goes again. I see. Toddzilla? says he's in, but he, I don't hear anything or see anything. All right, we'll take Toddzilla out. There you go. Well, now he's frozen again. Hmm. Start, start calling you Elsa. Damn. Hey. No. Uh, what y'all say? They just ain't got that good internet way out there in Watertown. Cottontown. Cottontown, that's even further out. Yep. Yeah, he's still frozen. Ah. All right. <laughs> JTB from the Sticks. He's got a really awesome record store. You just got to drive an hour and a half to get there. <laughs> yeah. I'm always there for at least two hours when I go because I want to get my time's worth, you know. But he always had good, good. Yeah. JTB's Groovy Record Room. Check him out. Yeah. Check him out. I'm sure he does stuff online too, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does a lot. He's got a pretty cool selection. I've still got a Thin Lizzy album I'm supposed to pick up from him. I just have to get out there. That's why he's calling. 
Thanks, Modern Day Warrior. Thanks so much for what you do, Chris and Aaron. I'm trying to read the comments because we're going to release this as a podcast. So I don't want it to be silence of us reading it. And then, you know, if you're listening to it later, you'd be like, what are they talking about? Can you recycle them? Because I think there's a bunch we missed. Oh, there's a ton. We're not going to be able to get all of them. We're Rock and Ron's helping behind the scenes with getting the comments up. But uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about this guy. There he is. Rock and Ron. (laughs) Did you finish your burrito? Yes, I'm good. We're bringing you on because you're the only person that has a good connection. So, oh, I'm Todd. All right, I'm kicking him out. Todd Zilla's back. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, there he is. Can you hear Ladies, me? Going on, yes. Todd Zilla. All right. How's everything? Well, good. Got, so you, you got know, it working? Pretty bad. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm having to use my having to use my phone. My computer was that for some reason I could get to work, but um, you know, but my phone works. So here we are. Cool. So, uh, how did you get the news today? Social media, like most of the rest of us. Um, for all intents and purposes, I was I was actually in a meeting um, at work and um, uh, looked down at my phone and and longtime bass player that played with me a long time ago just. Uh, there's the text Eddie Van Halen died and um, I'm right in the middle of a meeting and I'm just, you know, I mean, luckily it was at my job, you know, it's, it's a work in music and music store. And so everybody's a musician. And so uh, as soon as I said, Oh my God, Eddie Van Halen died. My boss just stopped and looked at me and um, that, um, the other person that was in the meeting looked at me too, and he's a guitar player. And so it was just, uh, you know, it was, it was a moment. Yeah. What can you say? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of a, one of those, won't forget that anytime soon, you know? And, yeah. Well, it was one of those, I was talking to Aaron earlier about it, you know, it was like, well, you know, we've kind of known for a while that, you know, he was sick and he's been going very through sick. Can- yeah. Very cancer. sick. And I, and I knew, I knew that he was very sick for, I, I had, uh, I set my phone down so I don't have to hold the damn thing. Um, I I had known through sources that he was pretty ill for a long time. Yeah. And, um, and I had actually had kind of been tipped off that uh, that, that it was um, really bad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't ever really be prepared for that moment when you lose your, your big zero. So... Yeah. Um pretty 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 sucka. <laughs> pretty suck. Yeah. Mm. It's I'm it's kind of surprised it's a the music store they didn't say Eddie Van Halen died. All right everybody go home. Yeah, well, I, the the other side of that and, and of course you guys know that I I kind of I kind of went through this with my other hero 5 years ago. Yeah. And um so what makes it what makes it really emotional is the avalanche of text messages mm-hmm. that, and phone calls that I received for the whole rest of the day. I mean, I, I, I couldn't really, how can you focus on your work and do what you got to do when, you know, every 30 seconds, somebody's going, have you heard, have you heard? Yeah. It's, it's really strange yeah. because, you know, everybody's wonderful friends and, they obviously, um, everybody is 
in a way concerned, I guess, because they know how important uh, these artists are to us, you know, um, especially somebody like, like that, like Edward and like Prince. Um, and so they mean well, but it's almost kind of like, you know, for me, it's kind of like I'm sitting there watching my phone just explode. And I'm kind of like, everybody's racing to be the first person to tell Todd that Eddie's dead. Oh, it was, it was, it was, t- it was tough for a minute. I mean, it was just like, you know, have you heard, have you heard, have you heard? Oh, guess what? You know? And it's like, yeah, you know, and just like I did five years ago, I just kind of had to sit back and reflect for a minute and say, well, you know, the main thing is, and I think when you sent me a message, Chris, earlier, I, I think I said to you, well, at least he's not in pain anymore. Yeah. Because I know that in his case, you know, when Prince died, it was an utter, it was a shock thing. It was just utter, you know, and pandemonium because, you know, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, this, you know, death is a part of life and this has been coming for a long, this has been coming for a while. And, you know, the ones of us that, I say that like I'm somebody special. I'm really not. But the, the because I know so many people in the music industry and I know so many people that have had relationships with Edward or whatever, we knew it was coming yeah. um, and, and and didn't think it would, hoped it wouldn't be this soon, um, you know, but it's, 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 they've been quiet. Even for those guys, they've been extremely quiet for a while. And that was, to me, kind of a bad sign. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was kind of like, okay, that's the telltale sign that this is this is not going well. And, um, you know, they've always been a little, you know, they've always kind of been a little private about things and a little mysterious about things. And they wanted to keep things in-house and keep things to themselves a lot. And, and they, cause they, and, and, you know, they were, they were very, you know, the people that I know that have dealt with, with the Van Halen brothers have said, you know, they're very simple guys. They're very straightforward, very down to earth in a lot of ways, you know, and of course we've all heard stories about Edward in particular could be particularly cantankerous, <laughs> you know, but I mean, you know, and whatever, that's, you know, somebody's personality, but the people that I know that have been close to them have said, you know, ultimately they're, they're very simple guys, you know, just simple people and they wanted their privacy. And so they, when this showed up like this and I, I kind of suspected it for a while, you know, yeah, I just didn't know it would go this fast. Yeah. Yeah, it's um hold on one second. I, I gotta do one thing. All right. Yes. Oh, we're gonna get some uh hear that goddamn that was that was Okay. Oh, okay. Does <laughs> that work? Yeah, that yeah. looks great, man. Good. Okay. We'll get we'll we'll keep it keeping them keep them over the shoulder for the remainder of the like uh, I gotta I gotta bring this one up. The bigger the hair, the closer to God. Yeah, well, you know, I do my best. <laughs> you know, we, we keep we keep it going. 
I did a video the other day for uh, for Lane Music, and at the end of it, I said, "And just remember, if you don't like my hair, I don't care." You know, so kind of weird. Kind of got to wear it as a badge. I was in the grocery store yesterday, and uh, you know, I had my mask on and everything. You know, so so um, I'm I'm in Kroger at the checkout line, you know, doing the self checkout, and I overhear the cop. He, they had a they have a cop because I live in East Nashville, so the Kroger has to have a cop. And, <laughs> and so I, I hear the cop saying, I don't know, I think they call it a mullet or yeah, I think I don't know, kind of Billy Ray Cyrus or something. And I'm just going and I look at him and he looks at me and I just finally just said, you know, the longer you talk the worse it gets. So just stop. <laughs> just kind of looked at me. It's like, look, it's kind of, I've said this before. I say it again. I'll say it to you guys one more time. And anybody that's out there listening, if you're making fun of my hair, that's kind of like looking at Dolly's boobs and saying, wow, those are big. I think she knows. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the matter. at hand. We're, we're here to talk about one of the greatest guitar players yeah. in the world and we're talking about my fucking hair. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're a little we're all over the place. I'm going to I'm going to try to bring JTB back in to to join us here. We've been having some video stuff with him, so let's try this again. Okay. All right. Let's try this again, JTB. Whirly. Hey. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey Todd. Yeah. I saw you play with Billy uh Sheehan. That was fucking incredible. Oh, thank that you. Was that was incredible. Was, you got to play with was, Billy Sheen. Well, it was incredible to do it. I'll tell you that. It was, um, you know, he. I was such a treat. And, and getting to know him through that and now the thing that we're doing with him, you know, at the store is just, you know, he's, you want to talk about one of the most down-to-earth guys. Let me tell you a little quick thing about that day. I show up at Soundcheck and... You know, I I got the call because a, a buddy of mine knows Billy real well, and and he and he uh, he he said, "Hey man, Billy needed somebody. He needed a guitar player that could play like that to play with him." And he sent him my way, and I said, "Oh, oh God, yes, I'll do it." You know, and so I show up at Soundcheck to do the thing. I'm rolling in my gear. I've got my 412 cabinet and all my big shit because you know, I mean gonna play with billy sheen you gotta have the stuff right so mm-hmm. i had my full-on oh, shit. with me in the road cases i roll it in and he's up on stage already he's got his rig set up and he's kind of playing with his bass and i'm just gonna walk in and i'm kind of like fuck that's billy sheen you know and um, <laughs> and so so they had a ramp going up to the stage so you could roll your cases up well i rolled my 412 in this case right up to the right up to the ramp. And then I turned around to go get my the rest of my rig. And when I turned back around, Billy was rolling my road case up onto the stage for me. Wow. No way. That's how that day went. He is just, he's absolute. When you talk about salt of the earth, Billy's one of us. Okay. He is as sweet as he can be. He's down to earth. And he's a fan before, too. Yeah, and 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 a few years before that, I actually saw uh, out at the Nam show before I ever met him. It was at the Nam show about ten years ago, and um, I they sent me out to L.A. and I, there was a in the band in, at the Hilton where we were staying down in the huge ballroom. 
there was a, uh, a Van Halen tribute band that was playing and, you know, like 500 or so people show up in the, in the, the ballroom there to see this band and they were, they were good. You know, they were, they were pretty good. I don't remember what their name was. I don't remember who it was. Um, it wasn't atomic punks or anybody like that. It was just some local band that was doing Van Halen stuff. And I'm about, I don't know, I'm about three, four people deep from the stage and I'm, I'm digging it and I'm watching them play and I'm like reminiscing about all the great songs and everything. And then I just kind of turned around and looked at the crowd and about 15 people back from me, about this much taller than everybody else was Billy Sheehan standing in the crowd with his little hat on singing his ass off dancing <laughs> dance the night away and just every song that they were playing beautiful girls and i'm like that guy's at least as much of a fan as i am if not more so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and awesome. so it just speaks volumes to the kind of person he is and and you know the thing we're doing with him at the store he's given private lessons yeah and um one-on-one lessons and it was all his idea and he wants to do that and it's just um he's just been such a jewel to get to know and and what a what a nice man he's just a sweetheart is it is it weird that i want to book a bass lesson with billy even though i don't play bass and i just want to hang out with him for an hour and you know what what? he told me he was you can play in a different band every night a week seven days a week and have a gig if you play bass good everybody needs a bass player and Man, actually, you know, he he would be he would he would actually be thrilled if somebody would do that. He told me he said he said I don't care if they can't play it. I don't care if it's a beginner. I don't care if they've never held a bass before and they just want to sit and talk about the music business or whatever. He doesn't care. He, <laughs> and the whole reason why he's doing it is really to just to give back. I mean, he told mm-hmm. me that he said, you know, I'm. I think he's sixty six years old now, and and he said, you know, I'm. I'm course with this covid thing i can't be out touring and he said i just want to be doing something and 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 this seems like a really fun thing to do and he said i think it's you know it's time to give back to the fans he said i've had a great career and it's kind of he even said it's kind of my way of celebrating that so yeah it was it's it's pretty cool man it's a it's a cool thing that's know? cool yeah. it is awesome yeah and i saw his post today i just want to bring that up i, I saw his post today he was devastated by this news he was absolutely he's crushed just like all of us he's yeah he's, again he's just one of us he's just at this point in the day he's just a fan who lost yeah. the hero just like the rest of us yeah so todd i we were talking earlier about like what was you know did you i'm, I'm assuming you probably listened to some van halen today after you heard the news um well no i, no. I didn't and uh i haven't i almost kind of haven't gotten up the courage yet uh, what what do you, what do you think will be the first thing you go to from the catalog if you when you do? Wow, that's a that's a tough question. I don't know. It's it's I, you know, I I, I hate having to equate this to to the Prince thing, but right, but it it, it really is. You know, um, it's very reminiscent of what I dealt with five that's years fair. ago when when that guy died, and you know, I don't know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean. You know, I have everything in their catalog I love so much, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's just kind of a tough, it's a tough thing to, to, to really put a finger on. I mean, you know, I, 
as a 12 year old kid, you know, you remember the story. I walked into a record bar and, and found the record myself, just discovered them. Nobody turned me on to them. I just heard it in the, in the record store. And I said, damn, that's cool. I want to get that. And, mm. and from then on, I had a real, real connection with that band. So it would probably be something, you know, the first record, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Women in love gets me every time. Yeah. Uh, I played uh, I played Little Dreamer this afternoon. That Little was, Dreamer, I was going to say that. You know, love that. Just, song. You know, Ooh. I mean, the, it, the, that, it's Little it's, Dreamer. It's just, I think is Dave's, one of Dave's best vocals. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And 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 or you know, um, no, I think to it's me, I'm gonna, too, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to defer I'm going to defer to Mike Simmons on this. I think the most Van Halen of all right. the Van Halen songs is in a simple rhyme. Mm. You know, he, actually, he said Romeo Delight, yeah. but but that's a great this, one too. For yeah. this occasion, for this occasion, I yeah. think in a simple rhyme works a little <laughs> better. That's probably going to be the first thing I want to listen to. Cool. Yeah. So uh, it's got it's all. It's got it all. Yeah, and. Uh, Todd, I'm glad you could come on with us tonight. I know it's a hard day for you and for a lot of us, but uh, it's good to see your face and uh, reminisce a little bit about this. Well, I just wanted to say, if I if I may, the the thing that I just want to say to everybody out there is, um, he changed the world, he changed our music, he changed our lives. Yeah, and thankfully because of his music we'll have him forever yeah um remember that i think uh there is without a doubt you know 42 and a half years ago the world got introduced to eddie van halen and for 42 and a half years there's no question in my mind that he was the best rock guitar player on the planet um some people would debate that. I think they'd be wrong. <laughs> and I just ultimately, you look at you look at the legacy and you look at the most importantly, you look at his contribution. Um, his, 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 I mean, he changed the way electric guitar was approached and played in a way that probably the only the only other person that had done something that drastic was Jimi Hendrix. Right. And it's um you know we definitely are I'm glad that I told one of my buddies that I played in a band with when I was in high school he reached out to me and and I said I'm so glad that we got to be young and that guy was our hero. Yeah. 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 Well spoken. Up, means a lot. Grown up in the times that we did. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's you you got to you got to you got to be, you know, the world is how many millions of years old and we got to be here when Eddie Van Halen was alive and kicking. Yeah. It's in the world. Cool. And that's something nobody can take away. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thanks, brother, for coming on. I'm going to move on to some other guests we have waiting backstage, and uh, let's uh, let's hang out soon, okay? Anytime you want. You tell me. Right. Love you guys.
Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Love that All guy. Right. All right. I've got a guest that you haven't seen in a while, Aaron. Oh, nice. What's up, fellas? Can you hear me? This is all new to me, this this internet voodoo. There I can is. hear you. I can hear you, but your your video is a little frozen. Man. Well, that's that's okay. It only matters what we have to say. Yeah. My eyes are all puffy anyway, you know. I'm Rough sure day. you guys are too. Yeah. Oh what happened? No, we lost him. We lost him. That's weird. He got kicked off. Let me tell him let me message him. Who's moderating this mess? <laughs> we lost Baco. We almost didn't get Toddzilla. Glad that worked out. I don't know what happened to JTB. All of a sudden, he just started playing guitar and disappeared. Did oh, yeah? No? Yeah? Yeah? Am I there? Yeah. Well, let's try it again. If I lose you, just go on to the next savvy guy. I just was thinking about it, all this from a, a singer's point of view, which I know most people wouldn't care about. But, you know, the good thing about being 56 is I was there for it all, man. I saw them blow Sabbath away in 78 or 77, destroy Journey. I worked for him in 1980 as a caterer, and Eddie couldn't have been cooler, man. He was really, really nice to me. But it was because Eddie was such a badass that I stopped playing guitar, <laughs> Because everybody was going, you know, doing all that stuff. So I said, well, I got long hair and leopard skin pants and I can sing. I think I'll jump around like Dave. Now that band just changed. They were the last great American rock and roll band. I mean, what do you guys think about that? It's, it's tough to argue it, man. They really, when I think of American bands, I mean, Van Halen's got to be right up there. Yeah, I don't think uh, Guns N' Roses... Almost had it, but then they imploded. So, you know, I don't know, man. It just it, they were they were the first band I saw that that was like a like the faces from my generation that just you really thought you could go out and have a drink with them. The entertainment value was amazing. People forget what amazing songwriters, great pop, great pop songwriters. I mean, I know they're they're a rock band, but. Dance the Night Away, Jamie's Crying, all that stuff, man. Just great, great writers. And such the soundtrack. I grew up in Florida before I went to New York, and it was Van Halen country, man. We, uh, we would camp out. You know, Eric Borash, Ebo says, if Van Halen was coming to town on Friday, you started skipping school on Monday. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we would go, like, you know, Lakeland Civic Center. My friend Scott Duncan and I would go, like uh, – two o'clock in the afternoon and find our way backstage and we'd meet the dudes. We went and hung out with uh, David Lee Roth at the Lakeland Hilton, bought him a bottle of tequila and sat and talked to us. And it just, that stuff is just unbelievable. You know, uh, it's, it's, I was telling my wife, it's sad to see the people who have made us who we are passing away. Yeah. What are you guys thinking about it all, man? It's a tough one, man. You know, we've we've talked to a couple of guests already, and we've been reading a lot of the comments that people are leaving. And it's man, you know, you think about Lemmy, you think about Dio, thing with Daniel Lane was mentioned even, but man, Eddie Van Halen. It, if somebody comes up to me and say we're in a conversation, they say, "Oh, Van Halen sucks," then I know there's something 
really wrong with this person? Because yeah. nobody on the fucking planet can honestly say that Van Halen sucks. Yeah, that band was just the like I said, the last great American rock band. I know people liked stuff, but there, there's no other band I could think of that when they were coming to town. Plus, those were you understand late seventies, early eighties were magical, magical times of circus magazine and rock scene. And you went and saw your guys in concert and, you know, maybe you got backstage or maybe you snuck into the hotel or they were like mythical gods and nobody personified that more than, than, than Van Halen. I just, I, I was, I came home and watched, I was in Vegas in 1977 with my parents and I heard atomic punk. And I stopped and said, what, what, what is that? And I went over and the kid at the jukebox, you know, pinball was the thing I was playing. Because I go, oh, it's Van Halen, man. It's California band. I came home to Clearwater, Florida, went to Peaches Records. They had a big video screen years before MTV. And they played that promo video, which was um, Running With The Devil Eruption. And you really got me. You remember the three with Dave's in the red pants and the big belt? And the rumor was, and you guys are too young to remember this, but all the older people remember the rumor was they were Kiss. Did you guys know that, Chris? No, uh, no I never heard that. Dude, talk to some older guys. The rumor was they were Kiss. So, of course, we were all interested in it. And I saw them and I realized it wasn't. I bought that record and saw every tour. Like I said, saw them destroy Sabbath, make Journey wish they'd stayed in their bus in 79. Then they headlined, and I, I was out on the road in 84 for the first time, and somebody told me that they weren't getting along, and I wouldn't go see them in 1984 because uh, I didn't want to ruin the magic. But I don't know, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking a lot about, like, Phil Schaus and, you know, Jeremy. I just played with Jeremy Saturday and Ryan. Like, those are, those, that, you know, that's like their guy. It's like me when, when Dave goes or Rod goes. Those are my two Guys that taught me how to front a band, you know. Chris, let me hear something from you. What are you what are you feeling about all this? I'm not can, hearing Chris. Are you nope. hearing Chris? No. Oh, can you can you hear me now? Yeah. There you go. Okay. What? It helps to turn the mute button off. Um, <laughs> you posted a photo the other day of you singing in Florida in the eighties yeah. and you look like you robbed David Lee Roth's closet. Dude, I, I, I got to tell you, he was, it, it was, I don't even know how to describe it. Like he was the, fr- I loved Rod from the very beginning, but Dave was the first guy that I thought, well, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, No, I mean, I can do that. He, he jumps around, he sings, he's, he's a people's front man. And, uh, but you know, him and Eddie, and, and when I was catering for him in 1980, no matter what anybody, brothers, oh. man. They were really looking out for each other, and Al was going through that divorce, and they were all together and drinking and partying and doing stuff, and it that's the band I always wanted to be in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we were probably playing some Van Halen at that <laughs> when that picture was taken. Yeah, I, sh- I, sh- I showed my wife the picture. She's like, that's Mangus? Like, yeah, that's Mangus. <laughs> Hair and skinny. Well, I know you got a lot of guitar players that want to talk to you, but just, you know, from a singer's point of view, that, that band, that band just changed our world it, it 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 it's funny how i hear people go like guys my age oh i got that debut album and then there's some guys oh i came on board in 84 and you know it's it's interesting how it's just across the board that people love them yeah for sure but uh thanks for coming in man i i, I didn't expect we get to hear from you today i just uh you know when i i got choked up and 
because it's the soundtrack to your life. I know that's corny. It is though, but Ooh. it's the soundtrack, and it's and I told Ryan Cook, who I love, Ryan and I were talking, another Van Halen guy, and I was like, "These are the people who made us who we are." Yeah, and that's why it's all so hard, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, man, I love you. Let's uh, let's let's do a show about uh about some other guys before they leave. Yeah. Before they leave us, you know. And I love you both very much, and thanks for having me on. All right. Take care, Mangus. Bye bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, friends. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank you so much. There goes Mangus. All right. Cool, cool. All right, JTB, let's see if your connection's yeah. any better. No uh, guitar. Hey. <laughs> Only really gets to do that. There he is. <laughs> Look at the shirt I put on today. I like it. I found That's the shirt today. I forgot I had it. I put it on. And like we're getting a nice yeah. still of it yeah. because your video is so choppy. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, man, this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the first it's not working out. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have put this shirt on. Uh, when I first heard Van Halen, y'all hear me? Yeah. yeah. There's a big lag. My aunt and uncle were in high school when I was a little kid, and I stayed at my grandparents a lot. And I remember hearing, like, Running With The Devil, and you really got me on the radio around that time. I was a little kid, and uh, my aunt brought home the new Van Halen album on 8-track, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking 8-track. 8-track. Uh, you see it? I'll get it in front <laughs> of the camera. Eight, on an 8-track. This ain't Van Halen. Hey, it's an 8-track. 8-track. Uh, it was, uh, and I was like, oh, wow, that's a pretty woman, which I knew that from uh, Roy Orbison, right? And then um, I, I heard Happy Trails at the end, which is an old, old Western kind of song. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And then we were one of the first families on my block to have cable. So when 84 come out, the world premiere jump. The world premiere jump. You know, they made a big deal out of shit back then, you know? And uh, right. yeah, this yeah. is pretty cool, too. Uh, and, uh, I was watching TV. And Jump came on, and I was like, what the fuck? I put two and two together. I was like, okay. So that's the same guys that did You Really Got Me, Pretty Woman, and on that Diver Down 8-track, right? So I put it all together. I was, I don't know, seven, eight years old or something. And uh, and that was it. And uh, to me, they started what the hair metal bands finished and wanted to be. Every band had a blonde-headed lead singer, Every band had, singer drank Jack Daniels. Down from Motley Crue to Warrant to everybody. If it wasn't for Van Halen, there wouldn't have been a hair metal movement. And I think they started that by accident. I don't think they started on purpose or nothing. Uh, I just think it's like Van Halen's here, and all your hair metal band, Rat, Motley Crue, everybody else is under here. Van Halen's the top. They had something special. They had David Lee Roth, and they had Eddie. You know. But that yeah. combo, Mick and Keith, you know, you had to, uh, you had to have both of them, because if they had, if they didn't have Dave, he would have been another uh, George Lynch, you know. Randy Rhodes had Ozzy, right? So right. you had to have them both, I think. You know, Eddie was that Eddie was so good. I'm sure he would have been discovered anyway. But the way it happened, they were the ultimate party band. When you thought about partying, that was the fucking band. And, uh, you know, Eddie was like, uh, 
Hendrix. I mean, there was there was Muddy Waters. It was Robert Johnson. Then there was Muddy Waters. Then there's Hendrix. And then there's Eddie Van Halen. And Eddie changed everything. And, and it was the sound of the 80s. Everybody was tapping. Whammy bar, you know. And uh, nobody, it didn't sound cool when other people did it. It was like a, a, a lame trick, you know. But when Eddie did it, it was just part of the way the guy played. You know, it was just part of his soul. And he just did it, you know. And, and I don't think he knew a lot about what he was doing. You know, he just, he could tell if he was in key or not. And, uh, yeah, it was just incredible. And uh, I'm so thankful I, I grew up in that time period. I had a, I had a lot of the 70s, I remember, and a lot of the 80s. And I got out of high school in the early 90s, so I was in the grunge. And But Van Halen was there the whole time, you know. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I fuck, man. I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm yeah. at a loss of words, man. I mean, it, it's, that that is a big piece of me died today, yeah. along with Eddie. Yeah, you know, and I feel like every, probably all y'all feel that way too. But Van Halen was my band from the time I was a little kid till now. Always has been. And when I learned to play guitar, I purposely didn't learn a lot of Van Halen because I didn't want to sound like Eddie. You know, yeah. I didn't want to take what he did because the only time it was cool is when he did it, right? So there's, I never did a lot of tap. I, mean, I could do that stuff, but I mean, I, I never really, I got, I feel like I took a lot of, uh, I learned from Eddie in a different way. I didn't learn his tricks much as. Hey, JTB, he, can you hear me? And, uh, JTB. Yeah, he's jamming he up just, part of it. He was incredible. I mean, he, his his feel for phrasing and blues. <laughs> he just had, he played with so much feeling. It was, it was just incredible. And mm-hmm. with the tricks, too. But, I mean, that was part of his style. But like I said, when anybody else did it, it was just like, hey, uh, I got a new car. Want to see it? It was kind of, you know, like a trick. Like, a, like a, oh, look at me. It was it was like a, you know, my old uh, lead man at Gibson used to say, it was, look, look at me, Licks. Look at me, look at me, look at me, you know. But when Eddie did it, it was real. Yeah. You know, Hey, uh, I'm just, I'm fucking devastated, man. Yeah. I'm like y'all, as soon as it happened, I started uploading my radio station in the next couple of days. I should have a lot of Van Halen demos, live stuff, weird stuff. You never heard that I've collected over the years. Uh, all that's going to be on the radio station. If you listen to it the next couple of days, it'll be filtered in with other stuff. I'm trying to make it where it only plays, plays Van Halen, but like y'all, I'm learning this now because of this, <laughs> right? You know, so it's like uh, I'm trying to scramble and make it work, but maybe it'll be all Van Halen in the next couple of days. Maybe it won't, but it's gonna be a lot of Van Halen spink- sprinkled in between the other stuff anyway. And uh, of course, I don't have any Van Halen records right now. All right. When he died, I didn't have nothing for sale. You know, <laughs> it's just the way it works. But uh, cool, man. I'm going to keep all my Van Halen stuff. You know, I've got a ton of that crap. You know, I've got so many records and bootlegs and uh, blah, 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 you know. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, so strange. And I put the shirt on today and I was like, fuck, you know, I, I, I don't know. That's cool, man. Hey, we're going to we're going to move on to the next guest, but I'm glad you could join us tonight, JTB. Yeah. Thanks, JTB. Check out. 
check out JTB's Groovy Record Room, uh, JTB's Groovy Radio Station. You can find all that stuff. I'll have a bunch of Van Halen playing the next couple of days. Uh, I might dig out some Van Halen to sell here in the next couple of days at the store. So, uh, Northern Nashville, JTB's Groovy Record Room. Uh, Google me, whatever. All right, man. Thanks, y'all. I love you all right. to death. Love you too, brother. We'll talk to you soon. You know, JTB oh. does bring up a good point, though, about how I bet you a lot of little kids in L.A. were going to some of them cool-ass parties that Van Halen was playing at when they were first getting started, going, holy shit, and that's where you get Motley Crue. That's where you get, you know, Quiet Riot and all these other L.A. bands is because they probably seen Van Halen at those parties. Yeah, for sure. Well, look who we got what here. Is what is this? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Ian Wadley. What's up? Look out. You know it's a uh, it's a big day if Ian's willing to go on camera and join us. On a fucking school night, man. I'm not even supposed <laughs> to be drinking today. Oh, please. Uh, th- nah, this sucks, man. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. You know, Van Halen, you, find you guys out? know. Uh, uh, Van Halen, to me, is like, well, you know, what Kiss is to you. Um what Legoland is the rock and Ron, you know, uh, oh, so this is, this, this is a, this is a rough one, but, uh, yeah. and I didn't feel like doing any of this shit tonight, but you know, when you ask, it's like, well, fuck, if I'm going to deal with it, might as well deal with it with you guys, you know, and the good, well, that's kind of where we're coming from. You know, we, we didn't exactly want to do it either, but it's like, it just might be better if we talk to some of our friends, you know, I mean, I don't know, you know, if I could, say much more than, you know, LBJ just said, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Van Halen fucking rules, man. And then, yeah, this sucked. And much like, uh, Toddzilla was saying, man, my phone was blowing up and it was just fucking, it's rough, man. I mean, I had ex-girlfriends, even my ex-wife. I mean, people broke restraining orders that they put on me, you know, to tell me about this shit. So everybody knows what, <laughs> Van Halen meant to me and still will always mean to me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's just, uh, it's unfortunate, man. How'd you find out? Was this through social media? Yeah. I, I saw a post on the, on the, on, uh, on the, my Facebook group page. And it's one of those, you know, you always see these death posts now, you know, the fake ones and shit. Yeah. yeah you're like, Oh, dude, check it. Yeah, I'm like, please don't let this one be true. But I knew the guy who posted it, you know, he's not an asshole. So I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and then I went and looked real quick and just typed his name in Google. And then like, fuck, there it was. Yeah. And then just the phone just blew the fuck up and I'm at work. And, you know, it just uh, it sucks, man. It's it's over. Can't get this stuff no more. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um yeah, we're it's it's just I've been kind of walking around in a haze today after hearing about this, and it's uh, it just sucks, man. But uh, what was your, what was your response to me when uh, when I texted you that you know how upset I was about this today? Uh, I can't remember what, what I said. Sammy kills everything. Oh yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, I have a whole chapter in my upcoming book about it. Um, yeah, I'm doing a book with Greg Renoff. Um, mm-hmm. It's called <laughs> Prolonged Exposure to Sammy Hagar Will Kill You and Other Facts I Can't Prove. Uh, 
but you know oh, I got great detail you know uh it, it sucks man it's it's just man no more van halen you know yeah but yeah, the, the thing that gives me solace that makes me happy is last time that man was on stage it was with david lee roth by his side you know sold out show at the hollywood bowl you know unfortunately yeah. michael wasn't there but uh you know that that's the way i want to go out like that and not some other bastardized version you know but eddie and dave together on stage and if you've seen the clips from the hollywood bowl man dave says some real nice shit about you know the best summers of his life were spent with this guy right by his side and hmm. you know what a way for him to uh to go out and we'll always have yeah. the music you know? yeah yeah that's true yeah did you listen to any van halen after you heard oh fuck yeah i mean yeah. Right what, what was the first thing you first thing you went to eruption eruption just just to honor him you know and then yeah. i listened to all of van halen one then i listened to uh all of fair warning then i listened to all the diver down uh and then i was listening to 84 right before uh you know you started this yeah and, you know it just uh it sucks but he's not suffering and uh yeah. you know feel bad for wolfie and uh, his wife and his brother and, you know, bandmates, you know, feel bad for Dave. And um, I saw I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but I guess Michael Anthony did make a statement, um, mm. you know, and that's got to be hard because they had unresolved issues. So, uh, you know, that sucks. You that know. does. Then what's going to be even worse is all the fucking shit you're going to have to read about Sammy Hagar. <laughs> you know, come, I'm sure he's going to milk this to death. And uh, I just hope there's some class and I hope, you know, there's class at the funeral and whatever, you know, and, yeah. you know, and then that's hard to even, th- I started thinking about that today. Like, Oh my God, I remember you know, dimes funeral and, and Lemmy's funeral and shit like that. You know, this is just going to be insane. Uh, you know, 65 shit, you know, and you know, it sucks. Well, Van he changed, Van changed music, changed, uh, you know, everything. And it's, you know, to think about how long he's been around though, but all you have is seven studio albums and one live album, you know, it sucks. There should have been more music, you know? And uh, I think that's the biggest thing that sucks is the wasted time, you know, but supposedly he has all this stuff in the vaults and I don't know if it'll ever, you know, come out or what, but you know, there should have been more music out of this guy, the genius that he was. Well, and we've talked about it in the past about his vault, you know, that I have to imagine there's oodles of albums worth of material sitting in there. But the question is, is who's going to I have to imagine Wolfgang's probably going to be in charge of that stuff. And right. at least Wolfgang is going to care and respect enough to hopefully, you know, release some of it so we can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, that he, he might. I'm sure it won't be anytime soon, but, you know, uh, but yeah, that would be nice to hear. You know, it'd be nice if maybe they hand some of it over to Dave and let him, uh, you know, maybe add something that could be cool kind of tribute thing. Yeah. You know, who knows, yeah. you know. Did they, did they ever, I mean, I guess they probably always, because they're musicians, they're Van Halen brothers, but did they, anybody work on anything since the different, uh, different kind of truth? Is there anything else out there? I don't think Not so. Not that I heard about you know, there was rumors. There was, uh, yeah. Because they kind of did that with a Beatles song at one time, didn't they? They had like, oh, yeah. and then 
Yeah. And then McCartney and the rest of them went in and added to it. I mean, maybe that's there's possibility some of that could happen. That would be cool. Yeah. Give it give it to Ted Templeman. Let him and Dave and you know, it'd be nice to get uh, you know, Mike and yeah involved and you know. I don't know, it's just I it's also soon, you know, shit. I can only imagine, you know, and everybody's going immediately, you know, Wolfgang must be devastated. I'm I'm worried about Alex too, though. I mean, that's his brother, you know, that's gotta be super oh, yeah. hard. And and Alex ain't been looking too good the last couple of years, if you see him, you know. Oh really? He, he's mm. older, to me. Older, you know. What's that? All our heroes are becoming elders. Yeah. Oh yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. And I mean, as bad as this is, I you know, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Or what I will do when something happens to Dave, right. you know. I, I think that's when I become an active shooter. But being a pacifist, I'll use a Nerf gun. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I couldn't imagine. You know, th- this is bad enough. You know, but I don't. It just sucks because now th- there's no chance. You know, of Van Halen. You know, no chance. I was always hoping to be something. You know, but yeah. it's it's done now. You know. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to just even know what to say right now. You know, it's just uh, uh, shit. In fact, I think the only thing that made me smile was uh, when your guest Greg said that people thought it was Van Halen. I mean, it was Kiss without the makeup. Uh, <laughs> That's like hearing fifty one fifty and thinking it's Van Halen. Like, come on, who fell for that? <laughs> Jeez, got some suckers out there. <sighs> but uh man. Yeah, man it's fuck van halen i mean the, the greatest <laughs> the greatest american rock band in history and you could debate that but you'd be wrong you know i mean that they were Amer- americana through and through and the the talent in that band you know the the musicianship uh the showmanship uh it just stands the test of time there, there's not one of the the albums the six pack that you could put on and, and it sounds tired or old. It just it sounds just as fresh today, every yeah. bit of it. You know, you bet. Yeah. So. Well, and and you have to look at the just the influence, you know, from them as a band, oh, and also oh, Eddie as a guitar player. I mean, like the entire '80s rock scene was based off Van Halen. I mean, you have to you have to basically give them that. Oh no! I, like to me, you know, and I've argued with people about this before, but to me, they were the first. Well, I should say like the biggest cock rock band because they were a party fucking band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't, singing, you know, they, yeah, they talk about running with the devil, but they weren't singing about the devil. They were singing about getting your dick wet and, and having a great time. It was fun party rock. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Black Sabbath lyrically, you know, it was fucking you dancing. Was and creators of cock rock. Everyone else yeah, had it, it was just imitation. Yeah. Yeah. They were never bested, man. I mean, they created it and. I mean, look at all the copycats, man. Look at all the Van Halen copycats. And I'm not even talking like copycat players. I'm just saying song structure and attitude, yeah. you know, that they set the fucking standard and nobody could top them. Nobody could top them. You know, yeah. the ultimate party band, like you said before, like, you know, you put on Van Halen, that can change any mood, man. I don't care what, I don't care if Eddie Van Halen died, you could put on Van Halen and smile. You know, I did today. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it helped me get through the afternoon because it was, 
it was hard to hear. And I was like, I need to listen to some of their music. And they just help cha- they they change your mindset. Look at this. Look what look what John says. This is very interesting. What's that? Van huh. Halen twenty two. David Lee Roth lead vocals. Alex on drums. Michael Anthony on bass. And Wolfgang on lead guitar. Would you be opposed to that, Wadley? Uh, I'd go. I'd go. Yeah, Fuck I would it, too. You know, I mean, Me shit. You know, I kind of like, like the idea. One time in New York, I faked a fucking heart attack so David Lee Roth would come and, and save me when he was an EMT. <laughs> so you know, I, I'll, I'll fucking do anything. You know, rock and roll ambulance. Woo woo. Yeah. If days are like, humble the baby, see the bop, I'm coming to you. Oh Lord. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, anything that honored him, of course, I would go to. You know, in, in, unless the red menace is involved, that's when I check out. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you, you know, there. You know, I'm lucky I even got to see Eddie because I refused <laughs> to go see him with Hagar. As much as I loved him, I refused. I really thought I would go to my grave never seeing. Eddie live, but I'm like, yeah. not with that guy. And then, you know, not with Sharon either. Give, give me a break. But, uh, man, yeah, when they got back together, the, the two nights I got to see him, I mean, you know, the first night I was like in fucking tears. I was so happy because I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be able to experience that, you know. And just, you know, the second time I saw him, I was 11th row and almost got thrown out for getting on my chair when they played Hear About It Later, my favorite Van Halen song. You know, luckily I told him I know Aaron Camaro and the guy was a wrestling fan, so he let me stay. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, fatty. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and it's so unfortunate the last tour they did with Roth. They didn't come to New Orleans, you know. I never got to witness Drop Dead Legs live, you know. That would have been amazing. But yeah. you know what? I got to see him twice, and one time I was really fucking close. I even have a photo. Like, I'm not a guy that takes pictures at a show. I hate that shit. Just watch the fucking show, asshole. You know, but I'm like, I got to take one. And it is the most blurriest, fucked up thing. And I still save the picture because I know what it is. Right. Dude, nobody else, I could show them and, you know, be like a Rorschach test. But I know that that's me, like eleven rows back from David Lee Roth and Eddie Van Halen. You know, right? So nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm tr- you know, I haven't like broken down or anything. You know, Todd Zilla almost got my ass, man. You me know, too. when when he fucking choked up. I mean, I, I I even did my hair up like fucking Todd, and it dropped when he did that. You know, I was, you know, I was like, oh man, you're bringing me down, man. You know, but I understand. You know. That's how people are feeling. You know, I still got people texting me. Just my ex-wife just texted me again. She's like, are you doing okay? And I'm like, you know, it's going to hit me eventually. But like right now, we're getting ready to get hit with another massive hurricane here. And uh, so, so much shit's going on this week. I don't think I have time to fully process it. But, you know, you know. There'll probably be some drunk, ugly crying in my future <laughs> listening to some Van Halen. But, you know, then David Lee Roth will say something and I'll fucking smile again. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it is it is what it is, you know. It is, yeah. You know, glad the guy's not suffering. And again, my heart goes out to uh, to his family and his bandmates and and all the fans that, you know, I mean, this made big news, you know, mm. really big news. As it should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh Man, just another fucking shitstorm of 2020, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, Neil Peart and Eddie Van Halen the same year. Jeez. Well, that was one cool thing about it because I saw on the Facebook our local news channel five had posted it and all the local people and some people are just like, wow. And some people are like, Oh, and, but there were some of the ones there go, man, he was a legend, big old red heart on there. I like that. I'm putting red hearts on people's comments that I don't even know because they're talking yeah. about, you know, how much they really appreciate Van Halen. Yeah. For somebody that didn't know, they just be like, Oh yeah, sure. Of course I've heard of him. Panama, right. You know, jump all that. But for the people that know, man, we know, you know, that Ed Van Halen was an innovator. He was a creator of an entire generation of music that followed in his band and his playing footsteps. And without Van Halen, I mean, God, what would the 80s have even been? It would have been like the 90s. and That would have been horrible. Might have been like now. It would be even worse. Oh, yeah. But man, I'm just glad to sit here, you know, being able to talk with my friends about this shit too. Cause like at work when it went down, yeah, my phone's blown up, but nobody I work with, that, that's not their shit, you know? Right. And the worst thing was on the way home from work, I had to spend 20 minutes explaining to Josh Toomey who fucking Eddie Van Halen is, <laughs> you know? I'm like Van Halen, the band Van Halen. And he's like, nah, nah, don't know it. Don't know it, you know? <laughs> Oh, oh man. You're, you're <laughs> like that. alien ant farm you heard of them motherfucker he's like oh yeah yeah great stuff you know? you're gonna get that last episode for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey we will we will damn it well give us a give us a, a quick update you're still doing the fan episodes of rock and metal combat right yeah yeah still got uh, God knows how many, and I'm hoping while I got you here, Mr. Camaro, uh, maybe next weekend if you're available, we can record the one with you. How's next oh, weekend yeah. look for you? Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you got that album. Um, yeah, I, j- I actually just recorded one on Saturday, and uh, got to get that edited. And and other than that, you know, uh, I, I applied to go uh, be a door greeter at Walmart, but. You know, these are, these are tough times. Everybody's vying for that job, but, uh, still kind of unofficially retired, but you know, I had to come out for this drinking my Heineken for Eddie Van Heineken. You know, if you guys know that was his drink, that's what fucking, uh, you know, Dave called him everybody with fucking Coors Light, man. Where's your fucking Heineken? <laughs> and I had to buy it in a four pack. Who makes a four pack? What the fuck kind of evil shit is that? I, a Sammy Hagar fan came up with that fucking idea. But I'm looking at the six-pack, and they're so small and so petite. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a six-pack of tall boys. And I grabbed the motherfucker, and I got four of these shits. But I ain't supposed to be drinking tonight anyway. I'm on call. Oops. <laughs> but fuck it, dude. Thrown. It's Van Halen, man. What would Van Halen do? What would Van Halen do? I'm, I, hell, I'm drinking water. Pretty good tonight. Yeah, I what's like, that? I like doing this. I like doing this. I like getting on live and and just interacting with people. I love the comments below; have been great. I mean, getting people just to pop on. I need to do yeah. a lot more. I think. I think Ruby. I wish it would have worked yeah. out with Baco because then I would have seemed much funnier if I followed him. You know. It's a shame Eddie's not here, so Baco could ask him about cats. Um, you know, what are you going to do? 
Well, you know, I love Baco. He knows it. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> I love him. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, who, who else you guys got coming up, man? I'll go back to the stream and watch it. I don't know. I think I don't think we have anybody officially lined up. I think we're I'm probably... down to three, I'm down to thirty two percent. So oh, okay, so I, maybe uh, we'll just. Uh... Okay. And I, I thought Rock and Ron was going to be on. Rock and Ron, where like... you at? Here. Yeah. There, there he is. is. There he is. I love how Ron has the camera this high, so you can't see the children's heads. Jeez. That's great idea. Way to stay out of jail. Stay clean. <laughs> Look, I'll pay All you right. more. What the fuck? Ron's got the power to ban people. <laughs> oh. Ron oh, won't ban on, me. He... I know a parole officer. <laughs> Connie, well, guys, give I'll... me a break. <laughs> One break. Coming up. Coming up. up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll cool. let you get back to your Very show. Cool. I'm I'm honored that you had me on. And uh I love all of you. Love you too, brother. Some you infinitely, right, Rob? Yeah, love you too. <laughs> we got another all right, guest guys. Have a good one. All right, take care, Ian. <laughs> All right, so I guess that about wraps it up for us here on our very first foray. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We do have one more guest. Is that Todd Cunningham? Yes, that about wraps it up for us here on our Well, turn turn your volume down, Todd. Okay, hold on. Is that Todd Cunningham? What up, guys? Hey, you. What's going on, Todd? How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? Good, good, man. I'm good. I'm still hearing our echo. Can you turn whatever your volume is down? Like all the way? Yeah, hold on. I don't know why. Good, man. I'm good. Still hearing our echo. Can you turn whatever your volume is down? Yeah, I'm trying to, man. Hold on. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm trying to, man. Hold on. Is that better? I don't know why. No, I'm still hearing it. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me uh, let me put some headphones on. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> That's weird hearing myself like five seconds after I say something. All right, he's going to get his headphone. Last one because even though I'm plugged in, I'm still the phone. The power's dropping even though I'm plugged in. Oh really? It sucks a lot of battery power. Sure. So we'll talk to Todd for a few few minutes and then uh then we'll wrap this thing up. But uh thanks, Acid Trap Miss Massacre. Thanks <laughs> to everybody that's commented and followed along with this here tonight. Like I said, this has been pretty cool. Um this was kind of something we tried to do months ago and it didn't mm-hmm. work out when we first started the quarantine sessions. This was kind of the idea, but right. It didn't really work out that way, but then Chris come across this new program or whatever that we're using, and this seems to be working pretty good. Yeah, definitely want to do more of these. All right. Yes, has earmuffs on now. All right, can you hear us okay, Todd? Oh, now, now that's worse. Oh, no. For you, it sounds all right to us. Yeah, we can hear you fine without the background noise now. Uh-oh, that's... 
Uh, he 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 dropped off. I think we're gonna we're gonna probably have to wrap it up because it's getting kind of late. But uh, right. That's all right. We're definitely gonna be doing this kind of stuff again in the future. So if you guys didn't get in today, next time you might. And you know, next time we come out, we might have a subject that we say, hey. We want to know about this, and we're going to have everybody call in and smarten us up to things, or we're just going to say, hey, what do you think about that? Or this happened today, kind of like this did. And like we said, you know, when we started out the day today, we didn't have any intention of going live tonight. This was all kind of an experiment that we were holding off on. But for the occasion, you know, the passing of the one and only legendary guitarist of the times, of our times, Eddie Van Halen, you know, we decided we had to give it a shot. And you know what? So we said, what would Eddie Van Halen do? He'd give it a try, trial by fire. And that's what we did. And it worked out pretty good. So, you know, expect more of this in the future. And we're all hurting. You know, we're all hurting from this one because Eddie Van Halen truly is one of the greats. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of been said throughout the course of this this evening about how lucky we are to be a part of the same timeline as Eddie Van Halen. I mean, we could grow up and been born, you know, 20 years from now or, yeah. you know, hundred years in the past and have no idea who Eddie Van Halen or Van Halen or any of this music that we love so much even would be, you know, but the fact is, is that we did grow up in this time period and we are so lucky and I'm so grateful to everybody, you know, the people that listen to this show, our friends, our family, the people that let me listen to Van Halen records and cassette tapes when I was a kid. And it's it's like it's like they said, you know, the 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 people that made us who we are, you know, that's that's Eddie Van Halen is right in there with that The people that made us who we are and why we do what we do on this show. Yeah, I can't say any better than that. I think we'll just go out on that and uh Anybody that missed this, it'll be in the uh, available for audio podcast this week. I'm just gonna throw it up and onto the feed. And uh, but yeah, we're gonna do more of this. I think it worked out pretty well, other than the little technical glitches. But uh, yeah, bad think, for a trip run. And uh, thanks to this guy for moderating everything, fueled by the burrito. I <laughs> can run. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. Okay. Yeah, that's why it takes a minute to figure yeah. that out. <laughs> Where is he? He's over there. Uh, I had no hand in the uh, audio difficulties there. No. But, uh, yeah, so I guess we're going to wrap it up now, and then uh, that'll do it for this time. All right, thank you, guys. Rock and roll, Eddie Van Halen. See you Miss next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.